I lost every friend that I grew up with, except for one that's still one of my good buddies. Everyone thought I was crazy. Every single one of them, I, they were my best friends. And everyone, no one would answer my calls, no one wanted to hang out with me. I remember when I got back from traveling and I started writing my book, one of my buddies, that I'm, I'm, he's one of my best friends, he went to a 4th of July party. And he said at the, the whole 4th of July party was about how I'm crazy. That's what everyone just talked about. 20 people just sitting around talking about why I'm crazy and, and how I change. It's like, you have to change. And think about how much freedom it is to not be pulled back by other people. In this culture, if you're successful on a regular basis, do people love you more? No, they love you in the beginning and then they start to resent you. Why do they resent you? Because when people succeed, the only way we know we're significant is by comparing to something else. So what most people do is if they see someone else is succeeding more than they are, instead of saying, wow, what a great role model, isn't that cool, what can I learn? How good for them, that's awesome. Instead they go, probably stole from somebody. Isn't that true? Is the, in Australia they have a term for it, but it's around the world, they call it the tall poppy syndrome. Right, you get too tall, they come and cut you down. But they don't want you thinking you're so hot. Why do they so care whether you think you're hot or not? Because what they really care about is they think they're less hot than you. It's not how you think about yourself that bothers them. It's that if you think you're that hot, you really are that hot, and I'm not. So there's two ways to have the tallest building in town. One way is tear down everybody else's building. The other way is keep building yours. And when everybody else quits, keep building. Most people don't understand that. So they try to tear down, right? Isn't that what people do? Now, I've got some great friends. You know, one of the reasons I have some unbelievably successful friends is because when they succeed, I cheer for them. I'm thrilled for them. I don't go, oh my God, that got that, and I don't. Because I know all of us have different lessons, times, and energies. I don't know if that's what I'm committed to. If I'm committed to it, I know I can do that. But if you don't wish somebody else the best, you hear about their success and you're not euphoric about it, and you're angry or hurt or tightness inside of you, then you've just guaranteed you'll never have that level of success. Because if you resent someone else for it, you teach your brain that that's a bad thing to do. In fact, you teach your brain this will equal no love. One of the base psychological things that a human being needs is connection, is to be accepted. But I can tell you this, Newton, three law of uh, equal and opposite force. So for every friend you lose, you gain new ones. I got awesome friends now, all of you, people that are like-minded, Mark, Ryan, I've got awesome friends, Bob Proctor, I can call him whenever I want but I couldn't call him when I was still trying to get my old friends to like me because I wasn't in vibrational, uh, I wasn't in congruence with the consciousness of the Bob Proctors, of the Marks. I wasn't in consciousness, I wasn't in, I wasn't in accord with that. So the opportunities don't present, they're there, but they don't present themselves because you're here and everything else is up here. So being independent of the opinions of others, which means I promise you, you might lose some friends, but it doesn't need to be an argument. It might just be like a food group where it's like, you know, I don't, I don't really know if I wanna eat cheese anymore. So you don't have to fight with the cheese. That fear of outgrowing your tribe. Anybody there? See, that was mine. 
see, because I wore a badge of honor. I love where I'm from. I don't apologize where I'm from in LA. I don't apologize. I don't need to wear it and get through a door with it, but I don't want to hide it either. But something happened when I became wildly successful. I became almost ashamed of my success because it seemed to make me so different. It was so different from Inglewood. It was so different from my cousins. It was so different from other women of color. It was so different from anyone of any color in the struggle. And that for a long time, that was my, my, my connection. I hadn't built another connection yet. Anyone know what I'm talking about? And all of a sudden, I begin to silently sabotage myself. Now, it's not an obvious sabotage. I'm still running. I'm just kind of moonwalking. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I look like I'm in motion. I'm just not as in much motion as I used to be. I remember the year when I made $975,000 in October, and I, I threatened to pass a million dollars in one year. I took the rest of the year off. I said, I'm tired. You know, we got sexy excuses. And then the next year, I hit $985,000 in August, and I was confronted. You're going to take the rest of the year off again? And I had to realize that I was afraid of leaving someone behind. Either someone is stretching your vision or choking your dream. There is no in-between. It's one or the other. And you've got to decide, is it worth it? Is that relationship, are those toxic relationships worth more than the lifestyle you want for you and your family? Are they? Probably not. And so you want to make sure that you're associating with people uh, that are going and growing in the direction you want. It was the toughest thing for me to know that I had to let folks go. Those friends that used to call me Johnny Cochran at the post office. Said that legal thing, that legal thing ain't gonna work, man. You ain't Johnny Cochran. Or they had all sorts of jokes. They're still there. Still telling jokes. Who you spend time with is who you become. You lie down with dogs, you come up with fleas. <laughs> and I don't care what it is you know, I don't care how smart you are, and let me tell you why. If you're with a friend, they have a lower standard than you have for your life. And you hang out with them, your standards will eventually lower. Not because you want low standards, but because you love them and you don't want to be angry with them all the time. You don't want to be picking a fight with them. You don't want to be on top of their case. So eventually you make it okay for them. And as you make it okay for them, a part of you makes it slightly okay. And it's no longer a must and your standards drop. Another crucial thing that you must do is align yourself with powerful people. Align yourself with people that can encourage you, people that can empower you, people that you can learn from, people that you can grow from. That's very important. See, if you have people around you that can contribute to your growth. When I wanted to become a speaker, I joined the National Speakers Association. I wanted to be around the Dr. Norman Vincent Peels, the Zig Ziglar's, the Dwayne Dyer's. I wanted to be around people that were doing what I wanted to do. I wanted to learn from them. And you want to do that too. You want to align yourself with people who think like you, people who dream like you, people who want more out of life, people that are stretching and searching and seeking some higher ground in life, as opposed to the majority of people. Somebody said, always strive to get on top in life because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. And see, so you don't want to be on the bottom. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you, ladies and gentlemen. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. Sometimes I have to pull myself out of bed and say, come on, Les. 
Things I know I shouldn't do, I don't do. Things I shouldn't do, I do. I found that the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. So think about that.